Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles. The rich and uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Life sauce is rich and uranus. And I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Molshine. And we are joined today to talk about a match made in the stars. Uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And we've got a special guest to tell us all the boy side of things. It is... <laughs> Stand-up comedian Sid Singh. Hello, Sid. Hey. hey. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. Uh, you are, I mean, we had a lot of people respond to my call to action for a person to explain <laughs> Travis Kelsey to us. And you were not only the most qualified, you were also the only boy. So thank you so much. <laughs> of course. Listen, this is important stuff. Yeah, we know space trash is predominantly for the girls and the gays. So whenever we do have like a straight male energy coming in, um, <laughs> it's a it's a different it's a different vibe, and we're so happy to have you. We're cheering for the box for you for being here. I, I'll send my mom to sit with you while this happens. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, we'll get to that. There is so much to talk about with this story. Like I. Like at first I saw rumblings on Sunday night and I was like, I don't care who Taylor Swift is dating that much. But then like the the more I looked into it, I'm like, oh my God, there are so many layers here. So Sid, yes. I want to know what your understanding of this is. Like, why do you care? Why do you care about Travis Kelsey? Are you a football fan? Before we get into everything, I need to tell everyone to follow Sid on Instagram at looking for Sid. He's got... um. He's got a tour coming up of nine countries starting in Luxembourg and he just won best performer at Edinburgh Fringe Festival. So we're in rare air right now. <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, first of all, great question. Also, thank you for the compliments. I um, uh, I think this is just a really fun story. I don't think I, I think uh, the NFL is something you follow that just has so many dark stories going on. Like there's just so many like really, really good players where you look into them. And you're like, oh, I wish I had never Googled that. And this is like just a fun, <laughs> just a fun, goofy story about a guy who's like pretty good. You know, he's, he's a pretty good uh, NFL football player. He's, he's the best at his position. But that's what I was trying to remember. Wasn't it that like his brother was like the star and then there was like some brother stuff. Like his brother was a star. He just happens to be like the hot younger brother who's also good. Uh, not quite. So okay, yeah. Travis correct Kelsey... my correct my history, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So Travis Kelsey is the tight end, is the star tight end for the Kansas City uh, Chiefs. What's um, a tight plays... end? You got to tell Perfect. us what that is. Okay, so there um, essentially there's a quarterback, right? He's the guy who throws the ball. Then there's the offensive linemen. Those are the guys who block to protect the quarterback. 
And then there's the receivers who catch the ball. And a tight end is someone who sometimes blocks and sometimes receives. Okay. Wow, yeah. not that tight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. His so so okay. He has a dating show that I'm going to talk a lot about because I've been kind of binging it all day. <laughs> it's called Catching Kelsey from 2016. And the title oh of the first episode is 50 Girls, One Tight End. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, my God, that's a play on Two Girls, One Cup. How oh. dis- how disgusting. And he's the cup. So that was yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a... Um... He's a goofy dude. Like, I think that that seems to be the real, like, I, he's not like a typical, like, before him, the star tight end was a guy named Robert Gronkowski, who's also right. kind of silly, but he's more of a meathead. Yes, yes, Gronk, yes. And uh, Kelsey seems to be more like um, a dork who happens to be a six foot four world class athlete. And right. so hot. He is there you go, so yeah. hot, and he's such a cornball. Oh, my God. But like, and what's (laughs) fascinating to me is the way that you're describing him is everything sort of wrong or right, depending on how cool you were in high school about Taylor Swift. It's like, right. Like that is this is a I just want to say it up top. Astrologically, this is a match. I know. I can't wait to get into it. I okay. So when I first saw the reports I knew who Jason Kelsey is because I'm an Eagles fan. Go birds. Right. It was so, an Eagles thing. That's how I remember yeah. them. Yeah. I know him and I know they had, they called it the Kelsey bowl last year when both brothers right. went to the super bowl. I watched Jason Kelsey's documentary on prime last night and now I'm ready to go into battle for him. He, <laughs> he's my Vladimir Zelensky now, like him, his, wife, his daughter, I'm, a, I'm in love with their whole family. It was really good documentary. And, um, yeah, he, Jason, the older one talks about how I could not believe this, Sid, he didn't even get a football scholarship. He walked on. And then when he got into the NFL, which means he wasn't that good. And then when he got into the NFL, Mm -hmm. he was a sixth round draft pick. And now he's led the Eagles to one Super Bowl victory. And this year, knock on wood, I think it could happen again. Like, how that is crazy so yeah and in the documentary you kind of they barely show flashes of travis he seems way cooler in the documentary than he does in his dating show but it is like sarah said you're just kind of like okay the really hot younger brother um this is cool they have their different personas but they and, and and i think so this is the the real thing so when i first saw taylor and him together i was like okay hot meathead taylor swift's been dating these like noodle armed british men for like 10 years now she's on a she's been on a streak of skinny pale translucent british men so this is (laughs) a real a real pivot for her and i was like okay she's just dating this dumb meathead i i wonder what's in it for him now that i've watched two hours of the dating show i'm like like you said sarah holy shit these two are meant for each other they are such it's like it's mm-hmm. like so much dork energy that I could I you wouldn't tell from looking just looking at them. Right. Well, let, let, let me be a downer, though, very quickly, though, because this is okay. this is what I really want to get into is I think everything you're saying is true. Do we know that Taylor knows any of these things yet? Really good question. Well, actually, to answer that question, what I will say is that 
first of all, Dumois posted uh, somebody found notes that her team wrote her before the game, which I think is dorky. Like she is him. Allegedly, is allegedly, allegedly. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Good call. We don't know. No, but I love that she had smiley faces and doodles and was like, go Travis and like trying to figure it out. So we know that she's learning about him. I also think that if she didn't do any research whatsoever, his approach I want to just shout it from the rooftops. Thank you, athletes. I fucking love athletes. And this is why. Because they, aside from being highly trainable and just usually like good boys, unless, unless, but like, <laughs> like they, highly trainable. You know, like, yeah, it's like I'm the coach, do the thing. But it's like they <laughs> are not afraid to like play ball. And like he pursued her in the dorkiest way. What was that? So, How did he pursue her? Okay. So yeah. in July, he went to the concert just because he he she's been his like celebrity crush, I guess, for a while. He went to her concert and you know how everybody like passes around the, the friendship bracelets, I guess. That's like her thing during the concerts. So he no, brought. Oh, yeah, that's like a whole thing. If you look at the celebrities from the Taylor Swift concert, it's like they're all wearing armbands of of kids bracelets and they. Pride. That's why. That's when when Gaylor when Gaylor when Taylor was getting her gay rumors going again just for Pride Month. All the, all of her bracelets were like Pride out. What buy? But then it's like I don't even know what arm this is. So it's like okay, Taylor, we got you. But like, so he showed up with friendship bracelets for her. One with his number on it. We're not. It has not been confirmed whether he means eighty seven or his phone number. Either way, I think that was the point. And. He was devastated to find that she didn't know who he was and that he didn't have any sort of like special treatment or anything like he had to sit in the box because it was his stadium. But then otherwise, he like didn't get to meet Taylor Swift and give her the friendship bracelets. So that became this that became an interview point because all of his teammates were sort of teasing him about it. It's all of these headline memes coming through like, yeah, I was pretty bummed. Like the concert was out of this world, but I didn't get to give Taylor my special bracelet. So that, that to was, me, whatever she knows, that's that's a cute, dorky way. And he's like, I sure. love that for a man, not only to be in hot. Thank you, men. Pursue the women that he is in confident pursuit and that he did something dorky and cute where he's following her lead. And he also like fell up short. It's just like everything about it's V cute. Yeah, I well, think I, that was a yeah. big turn on for him to to be brushed aside a little bit, especially because there's this new if last week it was all about how often do straight men think about the Roman Empire. The new one this week is girls are going and saying to their boyfriend, hey, uh, it looks like Taylor Swift is really putting Travis Kelsey on the map. He's really she's really boosting him. And then you're just watching these guys be like, ah, like, what do you mean on the map? Like he was already on the map. And like, I think that. And I want to know, Sid, how on the map he is uh, in terms of football. But I also just want to say real quick, and we'll put a pin in this to revisit later when we get into the astrology. I think he wants to eventually run for office. I think he wants to be an Arnold Schwarzenegger type figure. And I think he is, there are so many people saying this is a PR relationship. And all I have to say is everything Taylor Swift does is a PR relationship, but it doesn't mean they don't actually like each other. And she is loving this energy from him as well. Like he is very brand conscious. She is extremely brand conscious. This is like when I was dating someone European, when she was, when Taylor Swift was dating Calvin Harris, we had a similar thing where I was like, 
well, why would she date him? He's a nobody. And this guy got was so affronted that I said Calvin <laughs> Harris was a nobody because he's huge and he was huge in Europe in, yeah. in EDM. But like Taylor kind of has this thing where she plucks people. This is why she is like world domination is her middle name because she plucks these people who are huge in their respective fields and she dates them. And then they both it, it like the fandoms proliferate because right. it's like you're making a Venn diagram. So, so what is Travis Kelsey's place? And I think you started to explain this and I interrupted you already in the firmament firmament of football. Like, is he, how big a deal is this guy? So football, first of all, is in like a weird place where for the last 30 years compared to some of the other sports, they've really tried to remove the individual aspect of it to the point where like, um, like, you know, 30 years ago, you'd say things like Jerry Rice and Emmett Smith. These are all just huge names. And I think a lot of Americans back then would be able to recognize all those people off the pitch. But now it's all about the helmet that you're wearing. Off the pitch. You've been in England for too long. Yeah. uh, Well, that's uh, uh, that one out. (laughs) But uh, off the pitch, what does that mean? You're not smoking weed. No, the pitch, yeah, like the pitch. field. They say oh, the, the pitch, oh, like the mind. Quidditch pitch, you know. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Quidditch pitch. Uh, but so, so Travis Kelsey's teammate is Patrick Mahomes, who is the most famous football player right now. It's either him or Aaron Rodgers. And uh, Patrick Mahomes is maybe the most gifted athlete in the history of the NFL for the most important position in the NFL. Really? He's better yeah. than Tom Brady. So Tom Brady has on the one ground more... when I say his name. <laughs> well, Tom, Tom Brady is um, one more than Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes is still pretty young and like is already sort of on his way. So we'll see. It's a long career that he needs to like have any, even like a half a chance to catch up to Brady. He probably would never, but no well, one but... in our lifetime will probably catch up to Brady. But like Mahomes, is the guy that just when he throws the ball, you're like, oh my God, that that was insane. Right. The big difference is like he's, from what I understand, he's really young and like a can't yeah. miss. Whereas I think Brady was actually had a similar trajectory to Kelsey. Like that's his whole, if you watch the Brady docs, like yes. he and his dad were like weeping at, you know, draft day because he was like pick 111th or something. Like this dude mm-hmm. was no he was not getting any attention whatsoever, but he was just like, I love the game pops. And like he and his dad were just like, we just love, we just, we're, here to, we're here to sport. And we don't care if we just ride the bench. I'm here to be on the team. Like the fact that Brady's hot just happens to work in his favor. And then he's got a lot of wins, you but like, all- we've talked about this so many times. I absolutely do. Yes. I would, I would be, and Giselle and I have the same birthday. Okay. So if he are you, that, are you very anti Brady? I'm an Eagles fan. So like, and I also really didn't like uh, the way that he handled his breakup from Bridget Moynihan that predated my, my antipathy for him as an actual athlete. I just, uh, I didn't like that. I don't like it when you get someone pregnant and then date a Victoria's secret model before the girl has had the baby yet. I think get, get a little class, get the kid out first, then go out with Giselle. You know what I mean? Even if you're not dating, She's fucking pregnant. Like, hang out with her. You know, I don't know. Sure. I just yeah, didn't yeah. like that. And he's very smug. And he seems like a masshole. 
it, so well, he's from he's from my part of California. He's from the north, northern part of California. So I'm sure it was just a misunderstanding. Oh. You know, when you thought a woman was supposed to have the baby and then two months later you're dating Giselle? Uh, <laughs> that's a normal situation. Right. right? Uh, <laughs> my favorite part. So, yeah, it's it's true. Brady was like a backup for a long time. And then, or well, not a long time. It was like one, it was like within his first two years. Um, the star who was starting over him gets hurt. And this was a big deal, Drew Bledsoe. And Brady just sort of came in. He was a sixth round pick. No one expected anything from him. And he just sort of kept winning. And then the team was just sort of like, it's pretty clear in practice that Bledsoe can make throws Brady can't, but every time Brady plays, we win. So let's just keep it going. And then as it went on, Brady also went on to become one of the greatest of all time. But So how do you explain that with someone like a Brady or a Jason Kelsey? Is it Kelsey or Kels? Uh, Kelsey. Okay. it's I don't like that, first of all, but whatever. (laughs) I need to know, like... I need to know the, <laughs> the rules that cause that E to be long. Right. Do you know what I mean? Sure. I need to understand Absolutely. what language what language it derives from, and then I'll accept it, but it's it's too hard. But anyway, I think, like, how, how does that happen with a Brady or a Jason Kelsey where someone, how do they do that? How do they get so much better when they didn't look that good to begin with? Do you know? Well, so first of all, every time we were like, hey, he doesn't look that good. He was still a six-round pick. He still got drafted by the NFL. They looked at him, they're like, this guy could be an NFL player, but he's probably going to be a backup instead of a starter. The other thing that's kind of like to talk about is like, men, and I include myself here, we can't shut the fuck up about football. Like, uh, We talk about it constantly, but we're actually still not that great at evaluating talent before they come into the NFL. That's like one of the weirdest things is that uh, we, we always say that uh, Brady is a six-round pick. Well, the decorated guys are the first-round picks. But within three years, it's pretty clear that like half of all first-round picks are like just garbage. They're not future stars like they were drafted and paid to be. Wow. And it just kind of comes down to the fact that like we kind of still have no idea what we're doing. We have our best guesses, and we might know more than the average person. But yeah, look, like, yeah. I didn't think Jessel Tank was going to be a good Real Housewife, but look at her now. You know what Very I think similar. it is? I think it's like the same thing with stand-up comedy where like, like, okay, yeah, let me just try to save my, my reputation (laughs) here real quick. Um, But like, like even now, like sometimes I sit back and I'm like, I'm just being eclipsed by all of my peers. And it's like, oh, because like, as someone who was objectively in my time, a first round pick coming out hot with all the talent that actually just natural talent doesn't actually take you that far in the end i was never going to be like a student of comedy it's the easiest part of my life and therefore i now am i'm in a different place in my career because tom brady is like put me in coach and i'm like yeah, i'll do it or i won't i'm just funny so i think when you actually have to work towards something and you're and you are like a sixth round draft player but so you're right there you can taste the dream but you're gonna have to like really work hard in order to like maintain that position that you ultimately end up being a way better purveyor of the craft, a way, a, bit, a way better craftsman than the people that are just like, you know, hot on their feet, young, you know, barely yeah. went to college, cocky little Fox. And that's sort of what I would say that in my day, I was more of a, a college first round cocky little fuck pick. And now it's like, Oh yeah, she broke her ankle and she quit and she's more of a little piece. And we're not, she's not well, going to makes- network career after this. It's over. That's what makes uh, Travis Kelsey's teammate Patrick Mahomes so interesting is that right. for as incredibly talented as he is, they sort of they refused to start him to start his career. He sat behind a guy named Alex Smith, 
And then he had the time to actually, because he was also so fanatical, rework the way he threw the ball to get better at it. Uh, so that when he did come in uh, way later than I think he probably expected, he was able to just come in and just be amazing from the start. These are such fascinating and astute answers coming from both of you. I love it. <laughs> we're, um, smart. we're so smart. Yeah. Hey, we're, just, we're just fucking smart. So how man. much do boys care about who the football players are dating? And be honest. Uh, it's, it's so, okay. I think it, I think it depends on, uh, a couple of factors, which is, do you have anyone in your life that you want to be like, Hey, <laughs> Hey, babe, <laughs> that girl you like is, is uh, right in the box score. Do you want to sit and watch the rest of this game with me mm-hmm. or just still be a little annoyed at me? I think it's kind of falls into reverse. That's very good. That's like answer. when I started calling Real Housewives of Salt Lake City the skiing show to get my husband to watch it. <laughs> and I yeah, I, and I would show him the promo poster where they're Whoa. in a ski lift. I'm like, Nick, it's the skiing show. It's about skiing. We have to watch it. Yeah, okay. So so like when you see though, like, like you guys pay attention, especially if it's like a hottie. You're like, sure. oh, he's, he's doing this hottie, right? Yeah. Hopefully I'm Never say it like that, but yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Travis Kelsey's dating that real hottie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Molly's actually quoting Sid. That was, she, that was a direct <laughs> He was a real... No, I think the other thing that makes the dating piece interesting, if anything, and this could be my own, just my, my girl take, so I have no fucking clue, but it's even valid to have an opinion as a girl, but it's like a lot of these guys, I believe Mahomes... Uh, is in this camp. A lot of these guys come out, the stars come out of college, even high school, with the same sweetheart. So, yeah. and I actually believe there was some drama because it wasn't like Mahomes' girlfriend just getting shit on by everybody. Like, she's like, not that pretty. Like, people were just like rude, like, about her. And like to her, really... that was like a big part of, they had to do like articles yeah. about it. She's like a basic mommy blogger, like tall drink of water, Sarah Plain and tall kind of kind yeah. of gal. Yes. And a lot of God the bless. um a lot of the wives of the star athletes are sort of like that because it's like the person, look, if I was still with the difference between how the guy that I was in love with when I was 13 looked then and now. I mean, white people don't age that well. <laughs> So I think it's fair to say that, like, I think that if there's interest, it's always like you're in one of two camps, which is like he's been with Savannah since they were 10 or it'll be like, like, we all went out of the town. I got my girl at home. But then there's like some fanfare around who the other guys are dating because there's I think they're like. It's juxtaposed with get, they were next door neighbors in high school. I, I, I have to lovingly get a vacuum cleaner. Go for it. Yeah, well, it's funny, Sarah, you and I have such different um, such different approaches to the athletic world, I would say, because (laughs) for you, like I was a cheerleader. I was really into cheerleading. I wanted to go to college for like I wanted to be a college cheerleader. Really? I would love to see some tapes. Oh, I was obsessed with cheerleading. I was varsity from freshman year. I was the captain (laughs) senior year. I was so I was so into it. But I was never really into, and I love football, but I was never really into like dating athletes. Like I, that was during my emo 
emo boy era. Like I was always dating <laughs> guys who were either like emo or on Oxycontin. And I just thought they were like really chill, you know, but it's like, no, he has a pill addiction. But whereas you like, I don't know. I if love you athletes. You love athletes. I don't know if you participated in any sport ever in your life, but you participated <laughs> in the men like and you are like a connoisseur of beautiful athletic, beautiful men. athletic men. That's my favorite thing in the world. And I will say this. I did play sport. I was on a lot of sport teams. I was the captain of all of them, whether I played or not. So that gives you a little little in insight about what I'm leading with on the enthusiasm um, yeah coaches award spirit award I mean there were a few that I was sort of I mean actually not before high school I was a gymnast which I do not think counts but technically I was a competitive gymnast before I reached double digits I cannot <laughs> picture that like I could if you showed me a picture of you as, as a gymnast I would not be able to picture it like it still um, would it just wouldn't compute I know because it's all bikinis now, but at the time it was one pieces with long sleeves and I no, was it's doing not about that. It's not about that. It's just like the, I don't know. I think it's like the silent discipline. <laughs> oh, I know. That's why I didn't work out when I realized, well, because again, though, it, you know, what's so funny. It, it mirrors my exact experience with comedy too, which is like, there are some things that I'm just like really good at. So like, I just happen to have like insane flexibility, great balance and, um, a sort of a, a, a probably a reckless sense of fearlessness. So when it came to like tumbling and and the balance beam, I was just like flipping my shit off. But when I learned that I would have to like grow my upper body strength mm. to do the bars, I was like, count me out. My dad would have to leave during. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Me because it was so painful. They're using a ladder to get me up there. I was like, I'm gonna pull myself up. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, you know, I I always am just like that's my on my birthday. I'm toasted to the girl that quits everything after she's not the best anymore. I was like, yo, fuck. <laughs> fucking rude. Yeah. I I like to. I also do that. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So so Sid, what did you think when you saw? Tell me how you how this new relationship Taylor Swift. Travis Kelsey got on your radar and what your reaction was. So I think what's really interesting about this relationship is also just the way Kelsey is becoming more and more famous. Like the weirdest thing is he's not the best player on his team. Um, he's probably the third best player on his team behind Patrick Mahomes and Chris Jones, but he's clearly a star in this league in a way that a lot of guys are, including probably both of his teammates. Like, He's already hosted Saturday Night Live. Like, that was a big thing that happened. And he was really good in it. Uh, yeah, like, the, why was Mahomes not the host? 
I, I think because Kelsey wanted to do it and Mahomes didn't. <laughs> hmm. You see, like, there's a thirst level to Kelsey that you don't really get until you start scratching the surface. And then once you start to see that, all of it falls into place of like why he would be dating Taylor. So how did it get? How did it get on your radar? Uh, it it uh, she showed up in the game, and they were and I. It is that thing where like the announcers were so overjoyed that they got to talk about. It. Like that was what was so funny is how many podcasts I heard that are theoretically just about sports that took time to bring it up and how exciting that was. Like I do think there's some level of like Taylor Swift is so famous that I think there are. Some NFL fans were like, oh, cool. This is some cool attention that we're getting. <laughs> like, Yeah. So so as a journalist, I have to say, I've worked alongside many sports departments. I've I've overseen sports reporters like I've been their editor. And the thing about sports journalism and sports reporting is no matter how much you like sports, it's pretty fucking repetitive. It's the same shit over yeah. and over and over and it's so hard to narrativize it in a way that is interesting to anyone but the most diehard fantasy sports player which isn't that yeah, many right. people you know so like whenever something does pop out like that like the brothers just the fact that you can say two brothers are facing off in the super bowl you're gonna get people's ears perk up who would not give a shit right. otherwise right. And if you can say Taylor Swift was at this game, every sports reporter is going to jump on that because they're like, finally, we can talk about something that's not stats and numbers that make people actually kind of fall asleep because you're like, it, like talking. I don't know. It's so well, I, well, I, I'll, I'll piggyback off that, too. I think what's so interesting about this situation is that the team is just really good at football. I know I'm a Raiders fan, so we get our ass kicked by them twice a year. But it is that frustrating thing. <laughs> They're so good that normally when something like this would happen, um, it's sort of like criticized as being a huge distraction. Like, why is this guy doing this? We don't care who he's dating. Focus on the football. But because they're winning by so much, I think everyone kind of just gets it's like, all right, yeah, they're 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 ahead by so much that they get to do this now. Like, it's just, um, yeah. Yeah, that's such a good point. Because do you remember when Jessica Simpson dated? Who was it? Tony Romo. Tony Romo and everyone blamed her for the the Giants losing streak. They were like, it's yeah. she's a bad luck charm because like she was well, just for the Cowboys, yeah. that was like the height of also hating women in the 2000s. Like she just got <laughs> poor, poor Jessica. She was a human. Jessica got the brunt of it. Yeah, no, she really was. Yeah. yeah human, was sacrifice human sacrifice. Right. Yeah. yeah like but she, she's been shit on hardcore. Ugh. Yeah, it's nice. And it, to was see. A, it was a super weird one because it was like, I remember that story because Tony Romo was the a starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, which is typically like, if you're going to be one of the most famous people in the NFL, um, you know, 20% of the time it's because you're just the, the quarterback for the yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Um, yeah. Tony Romo was a very good player, but he was never great. But everyone was like, yeah, but he's the quarterback of the, yeah. Anyway, um, I remember that story not. because it was an off week. Oh, wait, he and he was never on the Giants. I just made that up. Yeah, he was on the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. the rival of the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The Giants think everyone is their rival, though. I'm sorry. I know my, I know a lot of my <laughs> friends are Giants fans. I know a lot yeah. of my friends are Giants fans. I love you guys. But they get really mad at everybody. And I just got mad at, at Tom Brady. But, like, I promise I don't actually, like, hate on other teams but I feel like Giants fans hate on everybody. They're so mean, especially to Eagles fans. And I'm like, 
We're just trying to get, we're just trying to climb some poles, you know, like just let us live. It is crazy how into this story people are though. So like, okay, I posted a, a bunch of stuff on my Instagram about it. The amount of questions, comments, engagement that I'm getting from people talking about this new couple is unlike anything in recent months. Like people are obsessed with this couple. Obviously, you have the great narrative of the Kelsey brothers. Obviously, you have Taylor's name recognition. But what else do you guys think is inciting this, this insane level of interest? People are. So I have a theory. Okay, I have a theory about this. I think this makes a lot of sense for Taylor Swift to pivot to athletes, because apparently when she goes on tour, she, she plays like 44 songs. You know what I mean? She's doing these like three. It's a hour four. Shows. No, it's literally more four? than three hours live, no intermission. She's wow. an athlete. She's an athlete. It no. turns out. And that's exactly my point. Is that like I think that's probably why she was like, I want to date someone who gets that. Mm, yeah, not actors. Not oh god, movie and TV actors. Oh my god, that's barely a job. <laughs> they don't even have to memorize lines. They can just have a freaking earpiece or something, you know? Like, like a, a yep. theater actor is a different animal. That is endurance. That is physical. That is hard. But like movies and TV, oh, when you're actually like musician and actor are so different. Minimum 40% of all like actors and actresses, every conversation you have with them is some version of, okay, but actually... This is why I'm actually pretty deep anyway. Like that's everything. Oh, totally. Molly hates the actors interviewing. I watch all of them because I, I don't know. I like them. Molly hates actors interviewing actors more than anything. It's I, <laughs> I just can't. I, I, anyone else would be more interesting to listen to talk about their job. Anyone else. I have a theory though why this is um Richter scale relationship charting. Okay. And it's that. To piggyback off what you said, said I want to just make a slight amendment. She's not going after athletes and has never gone after athletes. In fact, her first album, she's on the bleachers. I'm in the bleachers. She's been fantasizing publicly about being one of those girls that the football guys like. She's a dork. With longer, you know, her arms go way past her knees at that age. You know, she's she's <laughs> she's all gang she's gangles, right? So. I think what's remarkable about this is like it's a manifestation of her like childhood dreams and a like a, an, an absolute testament to like becoming yourself, her growth, who she's even from the beginning of this era's tour until now, they're showing all the clips now where it's like first show versus now she is wasted all the time. Now would be my guess. I think she's drinking for breakfast, which I'm loving for her. And she is being silly <laughs> as fuck. And she is doing everything with so much. swag. she's not pursuing a football player, no matter what she still thinks she's just like a, like a geek, but he's pursuing her and I also think that's exciting because very rarely I mean it's like we see like Kim K and Tom Brady talk at a party once and then the media is like we hate them both fuck them talking no one's pursuing anybody it's all just bad vibes this was like a this was like America at its like what we what we like to think of America at its finest like she, and and her whole thing too has been like I feel giant I'm too big for everybody first of all give her a man that is way over six feet and that makes her feel like <laughs> little spoon finally for Taylor yeah. to be little spoon is all I could fucking hope for her number one number two I think the good all-american pursuit of the girl the blonde girl you like and he is not 
like um he's not intimidated by her she's not too big for him his game that's what he said to her i saw you rock flagstaff or whatever stadium and i think yeah you should watch me rock it and it's like like an equal is right sure something i don't think she ever even considered because she never thought the athletes would date her little old her the funniest thing about me to taylor swift and has been since the very beginning is her insistence that she is not a tall skin model-esque blonde woman like I, I just think it's the funniest thing in the world. Like she, she is, she is dorky though. She is dorky. Yes, I know, but she also literally shared the runway with Victoria's Secret models and didn't look out of place. It's like which nobody could understand except for maybe Travis, the younger brother. Yeah, he is hot, but what a goof, Kelsey. Yeah. So okay, you you alluded to something that I think is so so key to subconsciously why we're all getting so into this which is make america not like make america great again make america something again i need to think of the right adjective make america feel like it's a high school rom-com again well i think what it is is like okay so taylor swift seemed like a republican for the longest time she was (laughs) the face of the Aryan Brotherhood online, they were in love with her. There was literally neo-Nazi websites, like Tumblrs, devoted to her. Um, Finally, suspiciously, every time she endorses a Democrat, they lose. Oh, do they? Oh, and I mean, she's in Tennessee, so I don't think she she has much of a chance. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Plus, we do do be losing. We be losing. (laughs) Especially in the last, like, 10 years or so. But, But, like, she finally came out and was like, no, I'm for gay rights. Like I like she, she saw what was happening online with her image and that people were associating her with this just because of the way she looks and the fact that she was a country star and she's from Pennsylvania and she has a rich dad. I mean, I could go on, but she was like making it clear. I'm not a Republican him. Same thing. I think so. Like he recently has been, riling up right-wingers to paraphrase a Forbes headline that I saw um, because of his Bud Light commercial after the Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light commercial he decided to he decided to do Bud Light and he is now doing Pfizer vaccine commercials so I had this I'd posted this on my story like do you think the Kelsey brothers are MAGA or do you think they're Democrats or do you think maybe one of each? And it was really like an even divide, 33% each way. Like people cannot make right. sense of, of what their affiliation might be. Not that it really matters that much because they're football players, but I, I'm interested and I'm curious because Taylor Swift's, her public image has been so wrapped up with right. politics over the last few years. So, so like I, can, I can speak to this in a weird way, actually. So the, the interesting thing is, uh, in general, don't ask a football player, what their political stance are, you're not going to be thrilled. Uh, right. Um, neither with the stance nor how much they've actually thought it out. Uh, a lot of coaches, no matter how fun they are, are weird Republicans. And they, you just have to like learn that and move. Like, I think Belichick wrote a handwritten letter to Trump thanking him for winning. Like, insane stuff. Where you're well, like, I'll tell you one team that is the exception to that, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. Sure, and also the Las Vegas Raiders. So, you know, we got the... Uh, a few exceptions out there. And that's why here's where I really think Taylor Swift is going to go from Kelsey, because I, I do think at some point they will break up, but oh, I do what? think athletes. Oh yeah. 
Oh, spoilers. That's it. Come on, love. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe it'll work out. But what if there was an NBA player or an athlete in general who sort of looked like a hybrid between Travis Kelsey and all the weird, paler European guys she dated before? Fuck those guys. Give her the beef. No, we want a beef slab for her. We want the slab of yeah. beef. Then Throw I me around. Like, Google... I think he should be treating, he should be throwing her like a football. Yeah. Then I think you guys should Google Austin Reeves, someone who is 6'5, someone who is technically quite built. He plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. So okay, so this is funny. You're teams. not actually, you're not saying they're going to break up. You're saying, I think I have someone better for her. You're just, oh, like, yeah. you're just yenting it. You're just trying to arrange a different marriage. He does look more in her recent wheelhouse. He does, this guy. He's a little more mousy in the face. He's a little more reedy in the build. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. But I love this beefcake for her. I do. I think, like, I think what we're seeing is, like, two people. Taylor mm-hmm. Swift, Travis Kelsey, who have, who have pretty much, until very recently, had all the markers of, of a small-town conservative Republican. And they are saying, through their actions and their brand decisions, right. no. That's not me. And they are, pu- these are two people who are pure Americana. What is more American than let's pretend she's a small town girl without a rich dad who followed her dream and became rich and moved to Nashville and a small town boy who became a football player because of the strength of family. What is more all American than that? So like, I think the reason why people are sort of like, I mean, the reason why I'm latching onto this is because they that could narrative. save American healthcare. No, yeah, like that narrative to me is so like, like, quote unquote, pure American values, what we consider to be the American dream being put back into the hands of the Democrats and the left wing as much as Taylor Swift really can ever be left wing. You know, Taylor I mean? for president, like, Kelsey Vice, he'll because that's the thing. He has the confidence of someone who'd be vice president. He's little brother. He's fine. He's going to run for off. I'm telling you, he I love like, that. You can tell from all of this Kelsey material I've been watching for the last 24 hours, the documentary and the reality show, these two guys have a long-term plan. Like, they are brand building. They know football's not forever. Jason Kelsey lives in a house that one of my cousins could live in, in, like, Delco. You know what I mean? Like, he, I'm sorry. Are- I, I feel like I'm being the, the, uh, the, the storm cloud here, but I'll tell you, I think Travis Kelsey is going to break up with Taylor Swift. I think that that is after this whole big pursuit. Yeah, I think I think it's destined to happen after like a season or so. I think Why it's going to completely bump his visibility because I think I think he's um I think he's in a weird place where now he is like within a year he's going to be the most famous football player. People will know Travis Kelsey before they know Aaron Rodgers and they know uh, uh, Tom Brady, even you know maybe a, a Brady or a uh, Mahomes. If You're he saying keeps Taylor Swift. Taylor's gonna change he, him, like he she's gonna like make he's gonna like Taylor's gonna get to his head. I think Travis Kelsey is. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm. I swear, I'm not making this up as I go. <laughs> I, <laughs> who uh, is? I think. Uh, yeah, who could be? I would never. Uh, I think Travis Kelsey is gonna get to a place where he's like, listen, you know, how much do I still need? Taylor Swift, like, if I want to keep this buzz going, I think I have to switch to someone else. 
you're underestimating Taylor Swift's capacity for unfettered growth continuously throughout her life. While she is a Democrat, she is also the human embodiment of capitalism. This girl started her own record company specifically so that the profits from her records would not go into investing in smaller talent, (laughs) like simply so that she could keep all the money for herself. And like, she, like, she is not, this is the, like, she's hitting a, a real peak right now in her career and mm-hmm. it's not going to roll back. Like Beyonce hit this peak about 10 years ago and she consciously decided to roll it back a little bit, stop doing interviews, do some passion projects like the Lion King stuff. Like she decided to kind of like she, she Beyonce kind of was like, all right, I did that. Now I'm going to do this other sort of off piece. Right stuff taylor is not ever going to make that decision she is going to grow and grow and grow and grow in an oprah-like fashion i would say but if and that's like, true if that's true then you know who uh, uh will keep that growth going it's not someone who plays for the kansas city chiefs larry bird no sorry uh, well, she wishes but uh it's gonna be austin reeve of the los angeles lakers who also fits everything taylor looks for in a man number one he's white number two <laughs> i was gonna i know i was like it's really funny that like the pivot is British white guy to American white guy. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, and- I wanted I I just want, I love that we have this on record here. And Sid, we gotta look at your chart too. But like if you end up being right that this this intuition that you have about these two people that you don't know ultimately working out, I will like yeah, like best performer in the land forever ever fucking <laughs> it, like like best psychic performance of the podcast of all time i mean that would be in, an incredible twist if you're right <laughs> but i think i i think travis is going for that arnold schwarzenegger path i think he is going and he wants a wife he does if you watch his dating show if you watch clips from his podcast with his brother he is constantly self-deprecating about the fact that he has not met his soulmate like he wants to be in a power couple you can tell and like he also he's a ham on this show did you guys watch i posted uh it, you will not believe this this dating show when you watch it if you have never seen it before because he's also done so much work on his appearance like he is yeah, up right. on the trends he knows how to look as manly and fine as possible and like he has even he has evolved even since this show from 2016 but on the show he's like you guys have to watch on my Instagram story and I also tweeted it this clip of him doing a Richard Simmons impression on his, <laughs> his dating show. He invites the girl because, you know, these shows, they have like 50 <laughs> girls. They start out with 50 women, one from each state, and he knocks 30 of them off the bat. He kicks out and they have to go home. Then they keep whittling it down. So the girls have to go on these group dates, sort of like The Bachelor, I guess. Yeah. He takes these girls on a group date to film an exercise video. And out of nowhere, he comes out in a short shorts, 80s aerobics outfit with an afro wig and he does this really borderline offensive like lispy richard simmons impersonation and he he commits to it for a long time and the you can tell that it went on even longer and they edited it down (laughs) and it's like this is what he's doing with like five beautiful women that he could possibly date is he's coming out and doing a richard simmons impression like 
what is going on? Because so when I first saw the two of them, I was like, he's such a hot, sexy beefcake. She's such a dork. What could they have in common? And then after two hours of this show, I'm like, oh, my God, they are two pieces Perfect of the pie. Yeah. He's well, but so corny. First of all, I want to just give testament to Travis real quick. Molly and I have very different taste. In men, we both are like down for this dude. So that says a lot. <laughs> have we like, ever both been down for the same dude? No, never. That's the that's the power of Taylor Swift, though. That's the thing. It's like it's just undeniably uh pop. You know what I mean? Like, like it's it, it's pop. Like they both have that like sugar pop. It's just like it's a can't lowest miss. Com- he's lowest a, common he's lowest common denominator. Right? Exactly. exactly. Do I like Shake It Off? No. Does it get stuck in my head every day? Right. <sighs> Like, and, and the other thing I want to say, so I didn't watch any of the reality show. What I did watch were interviews of him talking about the show. And what I think is worth noting is that while we're speaking about the future and what he's really after the reason that he, so he originally said no to the show. He didn't want to do the show. The reason that he, the dating show, the reason that he decided to do it is because it was like, it's like one of the first few years while he was in the end it's like when did he get drafted it was like 2016 so he was a newbie and what he was talking about on the interview i was listening to was that he actually when he was first starting spent every paycheck like to the bone to the point where the reason he agreed to do this show is because the the, even he said the landlord was chasing him he was two months behind on rent even though he was making millions because he was just like, fuck it, I'm going to buy a car. Fuck it, I'm going to buy a house. Fuck it, jerseys for everyone, drinks for everyone. He was just like party bro. Yeah. And, and that's funny because the older brother is a very modest lifestyle. Right. It's they're, they're, That's why they together too have a really unique thing. I feel like a lot of times when you have like siblings, maybe I'm wrong, Sid, confirm or deny, but I feel like from what I've witnessed, which isn't much, but I do date athletes, which means I hear about the athletes. Um brothers don't always jump jive and wail together uh, you know as the fact that this gruesome twosome seem to have like real genuine pun intended brotherly love i don't think i think they have a special something whereas like i think like the rogers brothers like will never speak again and like i think there's a lot of like family drama when it comes to well i think it's i think it's weird though because i think it I think it also depends on like, hey, are both of them in the NFL? Like, because I think if they're in a situation where like both of them are in the NBA or both of them are in the NFL, then they have so much shared respect of just what each of them had to get through to get to that point that it tends to mellow out. Like the Lopez brothers in basketball tend to get along really well and they have all these inside jokes and stuff. Mm. I think when it gets weird is when it's like, hey, I'm one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Uh, My name is Rogers and my brother uh, resents that. Right. Jordan was really, truly like he maxed out winning the bachelorette. Yeah. Yeah, But the reason that the reason that Travis said yes to the show is because he negotiated in order to cover his bills. He said, "Okay, fine, you can have me for two weeks, but I need six figures for that two weeks to get himself out of debt and to pay his rent. So it was, he didn't want to do the show. He said he wasn't comfortable with a lot of the things like from what I've heard now I'm gonna have to watch, but you even talking about his Pauly impression, I I get the, the impression that that would have been him almost like running the clock. Like it's a little bit like, this is not what I would, I don't want to date one girl from each state. Like it's fucking miss America. And I'm picking, I don't (laughs) want to be on this time. I mean, 2016, he was way younger and he wasn't quite looking for a wife. He was literally like 
getting called from bill collectors and he was like i gotta fix this fast okay yeah. fine i'll do it so he said I, a lot of what he was doing at that time was sort of inauthentic or just trying to get through it because he just needed the paycheck but you have to see that richard simmons impersonation that was authentic that was authentically him no man would do that it wouldn't occur to you unless you were that much of a cornball but i think there's a there's an aspect of him and and i'm really glad to hear you say everything you just said because it it buttresses what i'm about to say (laughs) i think he's very go with the flow he's got to have some water in there because he so is called catching kelsey what man is being caught he kicks off one of the girls in the beginning because she's not tr- he he says uh this girl she's from Arizona she is the most stunning one of the most stunning women i've ever seen in my life i just really want to know more about her blah, blah 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 but she's not chasing me so i'm kicking her off what man wants to be chased by a woman it's not real especially an alpha athlete it's not really how it usually goes so like then as far as the like i think he was in sort of like even though in this show he's the man in a sea of women who are fawning all over him he's in sort of a like stereotypically divine female role of like he's just sitting there and he's being pursued and he wants to be caught it's very interesting and then i would also say with the you know the bud light stuff the pfizer stuff i think it's also it's very easy to take that as evidence that he is like one of the good guys but also like maybe he's still maybe he bought too many lamborghinis this year you know like (laughs) again like maybe he just and also, the I, I think I have a more I have a more fundamental issue. I think that I would I would bring to this that I think uh, I think comes up a lot in relationships <laughs> is that uh, I don't think it works ninety nine percent of the time when two stars date each other, especially the more stars you meet, because you're like, oh, this person wants to feel pampered in their relationship, and I don't like you know I think Travis Kelsey is going to really want. Taylor Swift to be like, hey, laugh at this funny thing I'm doing. Isn't it so quirky? And she's going to be like, I just performed for four hours. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But I also think, well, I disagree only because what does Taylor do the minute she's not performing? She goes out in public with all of her friends that are getting divorced and with, she's social as a fuck. And I think she's been dying to fake laugh at someone's jokes this whole time. She's in, I'm on the bleachers. Like she feels like, I think, I think she's intellectual. Right. There's no way Joe Allen made her laugh one time. Yeah. These (laughs) pseudo intellectual British actors, one after another. Oh God. Calvin, not funny. Yeah. And like Matt Hiddleston, not funny. Yeah, Matt <laughs> Edge Lord, not funny. Like this is a cornball guy who is funny. And again, I'm gonna compare him to Arnold Schwarzenegger again. Arnold Schwarzenegger was part of a Hollywood slash political power couple for decades. Sure. Yes, Maria Shriver got sick of laughing at his stupid jokes, and then he had the nanny laugh at his jokes. Like this is what men do, right. you know. Like this is what high profile men who are very obsessed with their status do. And I think Travis Kelsey is that into his status where like, even if it's not a perfect love match, if he feels he can keep building with Taylor Swift and, and have more economic security and have like security around his personal um, 
what is the word image like that that's enough for him even if it's not a hundred percent of a match sarah i think i think we should switch to the patreon for the chart deep deep dive but before we do that i want you to tease us with with just each person's big three so that people know what they're signing up for on the patreon okay so to be fair we don't have official times for either of them so we're just gonna do sun and moon okay but taylor swift is a Sagittarius sun. Yes. Like all pop Can- stars. Like all pop stars. Cancer moon. What is Cancer moon? If anything, she's the current, right? Just to go back to, I was trying, I'm trying to make a little go with the flow, like call back yeah, here. We'll yeah. see if it works. I'm gonna cut this, like thinking about this, but okay. So she is a Sagittarius sun, Cancer moon. He is a, and man, the astrology never fails. All of a sudden it's Libra season. And wouldn't you know, he is a Libra sun. He's a Libro? He's a Libro. And when you're talking about going with the flow, water signs don't go with the flow. They are the flow. Mm -hmm. Libros go with the flow, definitionally. Mm -hmm. So when he's going with the flow, it's because he's like, I'm not the water. I'm the breeze upon the water. I'm the, you know, like, or even fire, fire goes with the flow. It touches a little bit of fire and boom, the whole fucking town's on fire, you know? R.A.P. Paradise, but like, you know, I think that. Sorry, I don't and know what's why his moon? Dark. Sagittarius. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. All right. I just want to double check with, not double check. I didn't even check in the first place. I want to singularly check with Sid. What is your relationship <laughs> with astrology? Because I could wax poetic here, but I don't want to go over your head. I want to speak to you and to the people. So, <laughs> what, like, when I start, what, what do you know about astrology? That's a great question. Uh, I, how about this? I've definitely, you're not the first person to ask me what minute I was born. <laughs> okay, so you are dating. Uh, That's good. You no, are dating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I just love that that meme that's like, hey, mom, what uh, what minute was I born? And she's going to stop dating her. So funny. <laughs> but also, I feel bad for them. They're limiting themselves to dating. <laughs> and that is such a shame. But where? For me, astrology is right in the middle where it's like, uh, uh, unfortunately, I'll probably never put any uh, weight or stock into it. But I'm like, I'm I'm like, yeah, sure. It's fun. Tell me whatever. Whatever you think this means. Yeah. The thing about astrology is it's WWF for girls. That's it. You don't okay, to, I you I know? don't I want to say I like that as a joke. I do not co-sign that. It is not WWF is not mirroring the earthly experience through divine planetary mirrors but i know what you mean i do think in many ways this is it's wwe out here but it's like fun. it's it's non-threatening so many yeah so, yeah yeah, yeah. Fair, so many fair. straight men are threatened by astrology which is really interesting and i'm glad you're not one of them said the ones who are like oh god just and the, the most hack joke that everyone does now you're not a as you're not a gemini you're just an asshole and they always say gemini they always say gemini so i'm like you actually are because gemini's are assholes like you actually are proving astrology (laughs) right with your hack your hack ass joke like i don't Mm. know it's it's very interesting when people are threatened by it but well because it is a it's funny because i used to have a joke that it was more about atheism but it, it sort of still falls into astrology words like i unfortunately as a sports fan like i don't have the right to make fun of anyone else's beliefs because it's like 
the amount that I believe the Raiders will be good every year is much Whoa. more crazy than whatever you think the moon is saying about me. You know what I mean? Like, or, yeah. you know, if there's something else out there, like, I'm like, yeah, man, I, I'm, a, I'm just not in any position to make fun of anyone else. Yeah, it's very lame when people are like, no, that's not real. It's like, but how do you, you don't know. Yeah. You know? I agree. And, yet, and yet, despite my lack of astrology knowledge, do I still believe that in two years or, or sooner, we're going to be Wait, talking about Taylor Swift dating Austin Reeves? Are you San Bernardino or Santa Clara? Which county are you from? Okay, but can also can you say that sentence again for clean audio because that's such a funny thing to do to come on the pod and go I have a different to come on the astrology psychic podcast go psychic I have a different prediction is unbelievable stuff very good <laughs> I'm telling you man I I I uh, I double down on this one I really think within two years we're gonna be talking about Taylor Swift dating Austin Reeves so funny I the best that. white guy on the Los Angeles Lakers I just feel like it makes sense. What about oh, Pal? that's how you picked him. You said, who's a white guy that plays that's good at basketball and he's in a central city that she would deign to hang out in. Exactly. And he's like, um, his stock is rising quite a bit in the last like year or so. Like he sort of exploded as a popular person within basketball. Yeah. And Oops. basketball has the infrastructure to keep expanding Taylor's, Taylor's uh, capitalistic uh, intent. You know, football is all about the team basketball is all about the individual so yeah but see that's where i think ways, actually a football player is better for her because like you said a lot of times like two star stars mm -hmm. clash he's not a star he's a star because he's got a winning personality and it's grooming facial grooming that works Travis. but yeah but but i think football for many reasons is the right mm -hmm. sport for her because it's not Right. Football players are rarely going to be such like standout talents, even if they are, because it is all about the team that right. he'll ever think that he's bigger than Taylor. But Swift. Sarah, Sarah, you're just you're 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 arguing my point because you have to understand uh, Austin Reeves. He's not the star of the Los Angeles Lakers. He's the third best player, which means he has a lot of experience catering to the star of the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, one LeBron James. And I think if you can put up with LeBron James, who is an amazing basketball player, maybe the greatest of all time, but if you can put up with that, then maybe you have a good chance of putting up with the other greatest of all time in her field, Taylor Swift. Well, and I'll say this, what I find interesting, Sid, and I don't know if you recognize this, but you have clearly put Taylor's lovers in their place, both Travis Kelsey and Austin whatever in your summation our third best you think taylor's gonna be with the with the three three seed or whatever with the third spot <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah yeah yeah. why not and, and austin reed has the potential to be better than the third best player on the team i don't know if travis kelsey does yeah but here's the other think... thing i will say schedule wise the guy i dated with your birthday downfall of the so he he was the um camera guy he would travel with the team he, he's the director of video broadcast or whatever First, it was with the Redskins, no longer. Now it's like the, the American Commanders. Fighters or something. They changed Commander, the Commanders. Still a bad name. But <laughs> when we moved to D.C., he was a football. He traveled with the team. He worked very closely with the players. When he switched to, and I know it's not basketball, but it's more similar. When he switched to hockey, the relationship was all but over because he was gone all the time. Taylor happens to be right. now oh, on hockey. a major tour. But, but I think... 
I think if she is going to have a stay at home dad, a football player actually has a football is the short season. They only play once sure. a week. They only when he traveled way. like football as a as a as a football wife, which I was for a mo, weren't officially married, and he wasn't actually playing. But it was the same schedule, and yeah, I felt that that was ideal for a relationship because he was. When he was working, it was on cool stuff. And I was getting like earrings from like, you know, football players. They were like, give it to your give it to your wife. And I'd be like, wow, something for me. You know, they don't know who I am. But but then and then he would go on the road, but then he would come back. And then he was home all week. And then this the season starts late, ends early. Like it just sort of unless you're in the playoffs, which of course at that time the Redskin commanding Redskins were never. But um that is a, a very manageable man schedule. Whereas I think basketball, basketball is a long season. They got a lot of games. And football is such a spectacle. That's what I love about it. Like in researching this it's story. Theater. Yeah, it's theater. And that's what Taylor, I think, also probably knows too. Like, yeah. I just like the vibe of football, the ceremony around it, the halftime shows, the cheerleaders, like it is like a concert every weekend. And if you diluted that mm -hmm. to three games a week, it wouldn't really be the same thing. And that's what also drives me nuts living here in Europe. And like my husband's really into rugby, which I, I like, it's really fun to watch, but like the way that the way that Europeans fail to properly market rugby, right? I'm, sure, sure, sure. Where the fuck are the sound effects where's the slow-mo <laughs> where is the picture of the guy on the screen that's like here he is you know like it's just there's no marketing but no one he's the thing no one is better at marketing than one team in all of sports the Taylor los Swift. angeles lakers no. and lakers yeah Taylor famous. swift if she's on courtside uh for the lakers uh in playoff games i think that's that's a huge bump and also here here's my last pitch <laughs> wait, 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 real quick. I want to hear that last one. But before I forget, I have to say she is not going to do that because Taylor, why did she go to Tennessee? Why did she go to Nashville to be a big fish in a relatively smaller pond? She's not going to go L.A., but if she can go be the first lady of Kansas City, I think that appeals more to Taylor. Sorry. Now continue. I, what you're I, think, I think Taylor Swift is so popular that if she was courtside of the Laker game, I don't know which and she was dating austin reeves i don't know which celebrity would get a better courtside seat than her outside of like jack nicholas who has like been grandfathered in nickel's son but we don't mind because it turns out he might yep, be great too. too but i want to just say that i don't agree only because taylor doesn't actually want to watch any games right to be courtside is a lot right. of pressure you got to be like leaning in you got to have body language the person next to you that shows so true awareness. He wants to be in the box going, let's fucking go. Like literally chugging box wine with his mom. Physically well, above but... all of the plebes. And right. Performing... She doesn't want to be courtside. She wants to be with the family, right? Privately. Performing but in your giving... own. Right. Performing... right. That was a performance. A you guys are giving a good reason for why it won't last with Austin Reed. But I'm saying it'll happen. And you here's, mean, here's another No, it won't last with Travis. You, it won't last with Travis. You think it will end up with Austin. I love this no, no, hot I'm take. Saying... I'm saying I'm saying it also will not last oh. for Austin Reeves after she leaves Travis for Austin Reeves, right? No. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, say, I'll, say I'll say two things. Here's the thing. Uh, the Olympics are this uh, upcoming summer, a year from now, right? They're in France, so it's one of the better Olympics to go hang out in and attend and be seen at. 
especially if you're dating one of the stars of Team USA's basketball team, Austin Reeves. I think that's going to be a huge thing. And then I think, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think it'll last. I think she's not going to want to sit courtside for very long. She'll go through the experience, have her fun. And then she's going to switch. She's going to go as Democrat as you can. She's going to date Hunter Biden. Oh my God! You're you've been oh, like, you've been your <laughs> Maddie Healy. Maddie Healy was setting us up for a Hunter Biden reveal. You thought That's you thought yeah, yeah. you thought Maddie was bad. Wait till you're selling <laughs> sex secrets for Ukraine. Wait till you're selling sex for Ukrainian secrets or whatever. Oh my God! Okay, yeah, yeah. Sarah, explain to us why none of this is true because Travis is a Libra. It's. It's a match made in heaven, you guys. I okay. am overwhelmed with the possibility. Now, let's... And also, Sid, I have your chart up. And before you knock off, I have to tell you why it's remarkable that in all days of all times in the world and this Taylor dating saga that we've been on ever since the ending of Who Joe Who that she was dating, you are here now. It's fucking astrologically perfect. And I may convince you that astrology, in, in fact, just is. Okay. But... We have Taylor Swift on the inside in blue. These are her placements. We have Travis Kelsey on the outside in red. Mm-hmm. Beautiful synastry here. First things first, whether Molly and I have the same taste in guys or not, we can do a podcast remotely and barely ever even communicate on logistics because of our severe telepathy and just same pageness. That yeah. is what... Taylor and Travis have when you have a sun moon conjunction. So like I said before, Taylor's sun is in Sagittarius. Travis's moon is in Sagittarius. When you have sun moon connections in relationship astrology, it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. Although Molly, I find that this, this podcast is the greatest commitment of my life and and we are married in that way. But, (laughs) but I, it's my only commitment left as it's well. all I care about. It's all I fucking care about. And we'll talk about it later. And I get my clients, if you're my client listening, but... I anyway. care about my husband if he's listening. He's yeah. not listening. I care about my clients. I care about weed. I care about fucking. I care about the doggy daycare. But in general, this is what I, like, want to do with my time. So, okay. <laughs> but so... The doggy daycare. <laughs> when you have a sun-moon connection with someone, it means that for the sun person, they really get celebrated for being who they are because the moon person is so appreciative that someone is expressing what they have going on inside. So the moon emotions and sun is your essence. But also, can I say real quick, I called it. She has the penis energy in this relationship and he has the more feminine energy. And we're talking stereotypes. I disagree. I disagree. But isn't the sun more of a dick and the moon is like fallopian tubes? Like I think- Eh. You know, there's a lot of weird instances that I follow now, but I think it's more about modality. He's okay. a Libra Sag, which are both masculine. I feel like she's in control. She's in utter control and he is simping for her because first someone emailed me. They did not email it to me. What the fuck? How old am I? They texted me a picture of the two of them when they were when he was wearing that blue and white tie dye looking outfit. That and they were like merch, I think, wasn't it? No, it was not her merch, but it was a it it looks like her album cover for 1989. Oh. And the name of the collection is 1989 something or other collection. And the thing is, like, I was saying to my friend who sent it to me, I was like, no, this guy's a bro. There's no way that he 
wore this on purpose. But I think what happened was she just said, wear this and he wore it. Like, I think he's just simping for her. Mm, You'd be surprised. Actually, athletes on their walkout after games, Sid, back me up here. Sometimes they wear, it's their version of the Met Gala after every show. They wear wacky fashion as like a, as a flash. Uh, even more than after the games, it's always uh, to the games. Like the, yeah, the sort of they walk games. in and out in, in wacky in wacky suits. I love but that. So, Miss America, yeah, yeah. they don't do that here. <laughs> what a damn shame. Yeah, but they have sort of like long coats. Anyway, um, I like I I liked it more when I thought for five seconds that it was her literal tour merch, which then I thought, wow, what a bitch. But either way, that's what she's <laughs> looking for. <laughs> but but I like where your head's at. I like I. But here's the thing. I, I think when we're talking about she's wearing the pants and he's simping for her, that isn't. That is, I think that if anything, in this moment in time, and who knows what will play out, I hope he doesn't like punch her in an elevator or something and this all goes south. But like, from what I'm seeing right now, I feel like why this is so exciting is because it's like a return to that like innocent sense of like possibility when it comes like, like the women should be the stars of the relationship. The men should be gassing their girl up. The men should be just gaga over their lady yeah and pursuing them and what we would now we're like you're a simp it's like no you're actually a man with a mission to get your girl and there is nothing sexier than that she's taylor swift and he knows that already there's no question and 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 the other thing too i mean look i as someone who doesn't really like sports but i do like athletes i've never been one to choose team over player that's why yeah i gotta tell you my raider story but i like the players actually it's for me it's the name on the back of the jersey and who they date that is essential when it comes to who i'm rooting for you know and so like i I, if lebron's in cleveland i'm in cleveland because i'm lebron i love lebron what football team do you like sarah do you have a team i have a bunch of athletes that i like so who you know? No, I don't have a team. I like you can't even pick any team. Like if someone was like, "Oh, we're going to the such and such such and such game." How do you pick who to root for? Well, actually, can the I just tell you players. my Raiders story then, real quick, and then we'll yeah. get it out of the way. Now we have Sid, and I'll come back to the charts. So Sid, my best friend's father growing up is a sports journalist named Peter King. I don't know if you ever read the Sports Illustrated yeah, yeah, magazine. So Peter King. So I grew up with Peter King. And in 2003, he took Mary Beth and I to the Super Bowl. And it was wow. the Box Raiders Super Bowl. So what you're talking about, I'm so surprised at what a nice, lovely match. You're telling me you're a Raiders fan, but you've been so charming. And in fact, you don't think you're probably read astrology, but you are psychic predicting her next relationship. You're actually a very sensitive man. And you're, you're an <laughs> well, an I mean, it all started from me having to watch that game, because if you remember, we got our ass kicked. Well, let me tell you something. So did I. So Mary Beth and I had no stake in the game whatsoever. Neither of us were Buccaneers or Raiders fans, Um, but we were just there. We were in all the private VIP shit and we were all like we were like in with all the like athletes, families. We were at all the private parties. It was a hilarious thing for us to do as seniors in high school. Right. So we were deciding for game day, like what were we going to wear? Because we got to like pick a team. Right. So. I ended up picking the Bucks because, per my point, 
I loved the right. way that Sean Johnson just ran off at the mouth. I related to it. I thought, what a what an idiot. So much hubris, but he does have punchlines. I like him. I think it's later years he's maybe had some bad times, but at the time he was he was a young guy who was funny and cute to me. So I bought a Keyshawn Johnson jersey. Mary Beth got a Raiders jersey. We get on the tram. It's all Raiders fans. From the moment that I got on the tram until when I got home that night, I was being literally assaulted. Looking back, it's a good thing that we weren't in Me Too, women women get assaulted right. culture. The minute I get on the tram, they all booed. I was the only person in red. Boo, boo. Then they started chanting on the way to the game, kill the Bucks fan. That was me. I was the only one. Yeah. Okay, Raiders fans are fucking balls nuts. So I'm like, this is like uncomfortable, but like, I'm, you know, I'm a comment, I'm trying to be funny. I'm like, wow. We get to the game, we're watching, the Bucks are winning. I'm wearing a Bucks jersey in a Raiders, like VIP, Section. all the families of the Raiders. But it's like, the, it's like we were in, in, because we were Peter. So it was like the families of the Raiders players. Right. And then the fans. And I'm just wearing my red ass jersey. My so Keyshawn of me in in the retrospect, but like I'm wearing <laughs> this loud ass jersey in this sea of Raiders fans. And I was no people were throwing food in my head. <gasps> like I was, I got like attacked the entire game. And then the Bucks won. And as if I even had any, I was like, I hate to say, I told you so. I hate to say, I told you so. I you know I had no idea. I knew nothing about it. But I was, we left a little bit early because I was, by the end of the game, I feared for my life. I was like, these people are ready to body check me. And like, what, you know, what am I like, five, two, like 117 pounds at the time. I was like, I, I thought I was going to get stomped because the Raiders fans were such fucking assholes. Um, uh -huh. So anyway, it's just really nice to see how we evolve and we change. Like, wow, all this time, since 2003, 20 years, I've been holding on to this idea of Raiders fans. Like they're just the macho abusive pieces of shit. And now here you are. Psychic predicting Taylor's next bow, and you're just you've been so sweet. So and, and you're a performer. Well, it's even worse like, for me. I just found that I'm supposed to be kicking your ass, you know, and you're too far. <laughs> well, mm. now that we both are in agreement that that's what's acceptable to me, I think we can go from here. But <laughs> but you 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 put on a good show for the Raiders fans, from my perspective, because the other ones who I've met previously uncouth and completely abusive because of I don't well, even think it was like I'm a woman. I think they were like box fan boo, and I was like yeah oh, yeah fuck. yeah. I don't know about uh, weirdly feminist. Uh, <laughs> in, yeah. in, uh, where they were like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey!" We never hit her because she's a woman. We would hit her because she's not wearing silver Ex and black. Um, no, for real though. I wanted to be like, "I'm a woman," and they were like, "We don't give a fuck, fuck." <laughs> kill, kill the box fan as the chant on the way to the game was very, very stage setting. Oh my gosh, absolutely! Uh, how about this? Let me get even weirder. Um, <laughs> the Raiders have a long history of two things, which is having rambunctious fans, having sort of like a wild west mentality but at the same time they also have this really weird progressive history which is why i sort of became a fan as a kid uh this is just like the, the eagles this is just like the eagles but i would argue better because the raiders uh were the first team with a black head coach art shell uh they were the first team with a latino head coach who won the super bowl they're the first uh team with uh one of the first female executives ever actually the first uh female executive to be that high up uh, amy trask um their owner uh, often forces players to go back to the picket line during strikes um wow. even though they were off 
day for him. So it is uh, also- Okay, but all this to say, all this to say, just because Russell Brand meditates now does not mean he can rape women. Like, <laughs> I feel like that is like the, the surefire signs of we're hiding how abusive our fans are. Being like, no, but also civil rights. <laughs> we care about people. It's like, but okay. anyway, thanks for being a nice Raiders fan. And of course. You're a, just so you know, you're an Aries moon and the next full moon is an Aries, which is if I, if you do have to jump off, it's why I was thrilled when I pulled your chart up. Like Russell, your moon is an Aries. What does that mean? We're going to go on the Patreon and talk about this. Patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. Sid is hopefully going to stay with us on for at least some of the Patreon. Okay, and great. Okay, great. Again, follow him on Instagram and Twitter so you can stay up on all of his comedy stuff at Looking for Sid. His tour starts on the 19th in Luxembourg, one of those super <laughs> yeah. rich tax haven countries that you can't even find on a map. Super glam. Uh, also, hey, here's a last uh, minute plug for the people here. If you're bored and you have Spotify, you can listen to my uh, comedy album, Amazing Probably. It's like seven years old by now, but like uh, it was number three on iTunes for the comedy charts when it first came out. So uh, go give that a listen. It's called Amazing Probably. Amazing Probably. Go find it and listen to it and catch the rest of this conversation at patreon.com slash space trash podcast. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.